Welcome, welcome. I'm so thankful that you're here, and I love it that uh, whether you be in-house or online, you're welcome. You're welcome at this place. My favorite movie in 2022 was Top Gun Maverick. The first Top Gun movie came out in 1986. Matilda and I had been married for three years. So when we found out that the sequel was coming out, why, uh, nostalgia just jumped on me immediately. And one of the great things about having kids so spread out is that you get to re-experience great moments from your past all over again. So to get our second crew ready for the sequel, well, the night before we were going to go to the movies, we watched the first Top Gun show so that they would kind of know the story. And rarely does a sequel live up to its predecessor, but the second Top Gun movie was better than the first. It really was. Now, for those of you who haven't seen this, the Navy has their own elite division of fighter pilots that are known as Top Gun. In 1986, the two guys that played the best two pilots were Tom Cruise as Maverick and Val Kilmer as Iceman. And the first movie ends with this big celebration on the aircraft carrier after a difficult mission was accomplished. And they had these cocky exchanges with one another. Now, you can be my wingman. No, no, you can be my wingman. Both of them claiming to be the better pilot. So then before the next movie, we've got three decades roughly that have passed, and Iceman has been promoted to Admiral, while Maverick due to his lack of respect for authority, has been passed over again and again for promotions and remains a captain who currently was just serving as a test pilot. But those years have been slowly eroding this brash bravado of Maverick's own personal worldview, and we witness something new in him. And it's here that the biblical truths in this movie, they just, I'm serious, they just start flooding in. Truths like, no matter what mistakes you've made, no matter how many opportunities you've lost, no matter how badly you have damaged relationships, it's never too late. You can still have a role to play. You still have a contribution to make. Truths like, Everyone needs encouragement. Everyone needs a sponsor. Everyone needs a coach. Truths like, whatever is going on, it has always and will always be first about people. People are more important than things. Truths like, there's always more to learn. There's always more areas in which to grow. Truths like, letting go of the past is a part of being able to move forward into the future. And finally, a truth like, with God, impossible things are possible. <laughs> I mean, you could go on and on in this show about different biblical truths. But what I didn't expect to find in this movie was that it would give us a biblical understanding of discipleship. Discipleship begins with a willingness to volunteer, to step forward and say, you know what? Send me. Watch.
Rooster's still angry with me about what I did. I thought eventually he would understand why. I hoped he'd forgive me. The mission is less than three weeks away. The kid's not ready. someone else to die please don't don't ask me to send him send me Kid 
Neat. Maverick. That's why I fought for you. That's why you're still here. Thank you, Ice. For everything. One last thing. Who's the better pilot? You or me? This is a nice moment. Let's not ruin it. Yeah, it's a great it's a great movie. The ancient prophet Isaiah, y'all, he had an incredible experience one day. This is recorded in the sixth chapter of Isaiah. He was at the temple praying, and the glory of the Lord filled the temple. It's just amazing what must have happened. And you know, when we are exposed to the holiness of the Lord, we become very aware that we are not like that. <laughs> you know, the closer you get to the Lord, the more you see how much you're not like him. Well, that happened to Isaiah. It was so overcoming to him that he put both of his hands over his mouth. He, he refused to speak because he just knew he was an unclean man, unclean lips, unclean words, unclean heart. Everything was unclean. And God did the most amazing thing to him. He sent an angel to him. Some think that this might have been the form of Jesus himself. Not really sure. We'll find out one day. But he took some of the coals that were being burned there in the temple and touched the lips of Isaiah. And suddenly his, his filth was clean. He, his lips were clean. His mouth was clean. His heart was clean. Everything about him was clean. And so there he is in the presence of God, and he's been made clean, just as Danielle was talking about this morning, right before we broke bread. And then God asks the angels out loud. He says in this passage, look at verse 8. Whom shall I send? And who will go for us? Well, let me tell you something. When you've been cleansed and you're living in that moment that you no longer carry any of your shame or guilt, and you find out something that the Lord is wanting or that he's looking for, when you're different and you hear him question, that's your first, well, here am I, send me. There's, there's a new motivation. There's something that's totally changed inside of you. That's discipleship. That's the beginning of discipleship. Being willing to go, being willing to be sent, volunteering, send me. And what we learned through this experience is meant to be shared. So discipleship grows into this willingness to teach. Even when you don't feel equipped, you still say, okay, I, I want to teach. I want to teach. Watch this clip. Well, it's been a while since I've flown an F-18, and I'm not sure who I trust to fly the other three, but... I'll find a way to make it work. I think you misunderstand, Captain. Sir? We don't want you to fly it. We want you to teach it. Teach, sir? We recalled 12 Top Gun graduates from their squadrons. We want you to narrow that pool down to six. 
they'll fly the mission. Is there a problem, Captain? You know there is, sir. Yeah. Bradley Bradshaw, AKA Rooster. I understand he used to fly with his old man. What was his call sign? Goose, sir. Tragic what happened. Captain Mitchell was cleared of any wrongdoing. Goose's death was an accident. Is that how you see it, Captain? Is that how Goose's son sees it? With all due respect, sir, I'm not a teacher. You were a Top Gun instructor before. That was almost 30 years ago. I lasted two months. It's not where I belong. Well, then let me be perfectly blunt. You are not my first choice. In fact, you aren't even on a list. You were here at the request of Admiral Kazansky. Now, Iceman happens to be a man I deeply admire, and he seems to think that you have something left to offer the Navy. What that is, I can't imagine. You don't have to take this job, but let me be clear. This will be your last post, Captain. Okay, so we're all called to teach in different ways. First Peter, always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. Even from the Old Testament, God would tell Moses to tell the people, impress these teachings on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down, when you get up. Paul would tell the church plant in Colossae, let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. There's an example of teaching that happens in a singing to one another. Anything that we have learned in our walk with Jesus is meant to be passed on. It's meant to be shared. And I'm telling you all, the best way to teach is by example. Wasn't it Francis of Assisi that said, do all you can to preach, and if you just absolutely have to, use words. But not if you don't have to. Iceman, as an admiral, was able to keep Maverick in the Navy and cover his mistakes, especially when he was insubordinate. Iceman was the one who appointed Maverick to this post to teach these young top guns how to successfully carry out a very difficult, risky mission. So when Iceman died in the middle of all of this, Maverick lost his protection. He was quickly dismissed, and this new man took over. So with Maverick no longer in charge of the training, being told to leave, Maverick knew now more than ever before he was needed. And what was needed? What was needed was his example. He needed to be present with these kids even though he was kicked out of the situation. That's why you need to watch this. Look at this. Uh, well, wait, let me say this a little bit more to set this up. I didn't really feel like I had time to explain the mission, but this mission was tough because once they got into enemy territory, they had to fly below the 300-foot altitude so that they would stay underneath the radar. And they were having to go through these narrow gulches at very, very high speeds 
So it was a very, very dangerous flight to begin with. But then the nuclear plant that, that the people weren't supposed to be building was inside of a basin with almost a circular mountain range around it. So after going through those gulches at low altitudes, then they had to go up high and then down low, still staying within that, they tried to stay within 100 feet of the surface and then reverse down and then hit a target that was right down there that was very, very small and then pull back that stick to go back up again. Well, all of the simulations that the top gunners had gone through to do this, they failed miserably. None of them were able to do it. But Maverick knew if they were ever going to believe, if they were ever going to really give it a shot, they had to see that it was possible. He had to lead by example. My favorite clip. Captain Mitchell is no longer your instructor. And as of today, there are new mission parameters. Time to target is now four minutes. You'll be entering the valley level at reduced speed, not to exceed 420 knots. Sir, won't we be giving their planes time to intercept? Well, Lieutenant, you have a fighting chance against enemy aircraft. What are the odds of surviving a head-on collision with a mountain? You'll be attacking the target from a higher altitude, level with the north wall. It's going to be a little harder to keep your laser on target, but you will avoid the high G climb out. Be sitting ducks for enemy missiles. Who is that? Maverick to range control. Entering point alpha. Confirm green range. Uh, Maverick, range control. Uh, green range is confirmed. I don't see an event scheduled for you, sir. Well, I'm going anyway. Nice. Setting time to target, 2 minutes, 15 seconds. 2.15, that's impossible. File attack point. Maverick's inbound. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not worry about it. We'll just move on. Well, he pulls it off. And he doesn't do it in two minutes and 15 seconds. He does it in under two minutes. Hits the target correctly. And everybody is just blown away. Probably better turn the lights back on here so people can see me. Not that that's really what you want, but we'll do it anyway. 
the idea. Discipleship. Discipleship, being willing to go, send me, being willing to train them, teach others, and then being willing to be present, even when forces are pushing you out. No, 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 they, they need me now. They need me now more than ever. That's discipleship. You guys have to see how this movie falls so much in line with exactly what Jesus gave us in his final commission. Look at this passage. Look what Jesus says. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you always. How about that? Send me, teach them, and be present. Now, I kind of thought maybe the best way for us to look at this is to think, everybody look to themselves right now. Where, where are you in this road of discipleship? Are you kind of at that first place? Is God asking you to go, but you're struggling to take his hand and, and follow? Now, listen, if you have not yet been covered by the blood of the Lamb, if you haven't yet received his cleansing, it's impossible for you to say yes to God because where he's going to take you, you can't get there on your own. It takes a person who's been made holy to follow in the paths of holiness. So, so we got to start first with receiving what Jesus gave you on the cross. Now, after we do that, sometimes we're still reluctant to say, okay, send me. You need somebody to go, okay, I'll go. Is that where you are? Are you kind of at that first part of discipleship? Or are you, are you at the second part where he's saying that he's wanting you to teach, but he's really wanting you to teach by setting a better example? And I wonder if the Holy Spirit, when I say you need to set a better example, I need to set a better example, is the Holy Spirit bringing people to our minds right then who are, watch, who are watching us, who are wanting to see how we will respond to a situation, or how we might even initiate in a situation? Are there people in your life right now that you could be setting a better example for them to follow? Or is it that third area? Is the Lord directing you to be more available in someone's life? They're needing you to be near them. Maybe even there's some forces that have pushed you away from them the higher-ups at work or the school situation has changed, maybe even in your family, the dynamics are such that you're being pushed away, but you know in your heart what that person needs more than anything else is for you to be close to them, to be available. Let me tell you something. We say this all the time. If Jesus said, I'm going to predict that I'm going to die and I'm going to raise again, and then he pulls it off, that person deserves to be followed, doesn't he? Okay, that's, that's the one we're following. We are disciples of his. <laughs> Isn't the word available? Isn't that what this is all about? I'm, I just want to make myself available. You guys, if we can get a hold of that foundation, we're going to understand discipleship more than anything else. God, I'm not writing this story. You're writing this story. I'd like to think that I'm in control and that I can do all of this, but you know what? You're writing it. I just want to be available. If you've got somewhere you want me to go, or if you've got some example you want me to, to give, or if you 
want me to be available in somebody's life that for whatever reason things are pushing me away? I want to be available. Let's pray about this. Father, it would be so selfish of us to receive all of this goodness from what Jesus has given in the cross and to hoard it, to be, to be private with it, to be quiet about it, to be, to be selfish. It's meant to be shared. What you've given us is meant to go out from us, to be passed on. Let us be those kinds of people, the people that want look for opportunities to share, to let this message spread out. Father, as we sing this song together, I pray that our hearts will be open to being available to you no matter the cost. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's stand and sing this together, guys. Thank you.